And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. I mean, not really. I'm trying to make this one busier than the big show. I'll do it live. Actually, I'm going to have Amy from Four Things do it live. Do it. Tell her. Tell her to do the intro. She doesn't even know how to do it. It's not easy. That was actually pretty good. Did you hear that? Wow, Amy, that was good. do it live. From the west side. She got embarrassed. <laughs> All right. I'm doing it live, just like Amy said. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher, don't know the who's who's, and I don't know the what's what's. Sizen from the North, alpha male, live on the west side of Nashville. I'm a massive Titans fan on the weekend shotgun, the White Claws. May have to take a couple weekends off after that tough Titans loss. Still uh, licking my wounds. One of my favorite players on the team, KB. Guys, over to you. Hey, Kevin Byron, dude. We're supposed to get him on the phone later. Do you think he actually calls? I say no show. I mean, we've had it in the past where people were supposed to call and then they canceled the last minute. Who was the big guest we were supposed to? Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, Keyshawn. And then he canceled last minute. Kirk Herbstreet. I don't know if we were ever booked for him. No, I don't think. I think that was the big show. Uh, uh, Mike Tyson. No, no, no. We never had Mike Tyson. We never had him booked. No, No, that'd be full send podcast. They get him. Yeah, and... 
I don't know. But, hey, AFC Championship this weekend. Pitts is on his way to KC. He's hitting the open road. Hey, real talk. How much money does this guy spend on these football no, no, tickets? No. I honestly don't know. Like, it's ridiculous. He's got to spend so much money on travel, these Well, he's got to buy a new car next year because he's traveled. I don't know how far it is to Kansas City, but it, <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's like 10 hours, right? <laughs> so he's driving 20 hours Nine times, 10 times, 11 times this season. Well, and I know he says like, oh, brother, I don't got kids, brother. You know, I don't got expenses, brother. It's just me, me, myself, and I, me, electric bill. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You still got to pay for the gas. You still have a mortgage. Like, And then what's crazy, here's what's crazy that we glossed over in his story from the uh, last game is he didn't even use his season tickets. So he had that ticket. Instead, he bought more expensive tickets to be closer to the field. So he paid triple the amount yeah, of money for yeah. one ticket. And, and you know, if they win the Super Bowl, he's buying like thousands of dollars worth of memorabilia. Absolutely. I mean, that's when he found Caitlin Snelling, the artist, and then she blew up and the we, we made you so much fun. that name? What? I think about her all the time. How do you not remember the name? I mean, she is making her name uh, in the art world now. You're right. Coach. Van Gogh, uh, Michelangelo, P- Caitlin P- Snelling. Picasso of Kansas City, Ray. <laughs> really is. Beautiful. <laughs> Hey, well, look, I got to tell you about these TV shows that I ran into. What did you run into? So my, my son calls in sick. You know, he, 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 he had, calls in sick. Well, he, well, he can I, call in. Well, I got I had to go pick him up because oh. he wasn't feeling well. Got it. And as soon as we got home, let me hit the clip. Big show. As soon as we got home, he was like, oh, dad, you know what? I think I feel better. I think I feel better. And I'm like, okay, well, then let's sit down. What do you want to watch? He's like, let's just watch some of those cool documentaries on ESPN. I'm like, let's go. So we started going down the list. They have these ESPN shorts, right? And the first one I run into is The Real Rocky Balboa. And I was like, okay, let's see the real Rocky Balboa. Dude, Sylvester Stallone? Turns out. I mean, kid's never going to stay home sick again. Know what I'm saying? Hey, turns out in 1971 or something like that, there was a fight. Muhammad Ali, he's the champion of the world. He comes out and says... He comes out and says, "Hey, it's America. Let's do let's do the what America is, the land of opportunity. Let's give a no name or a shot to the world champion. He's gonna fight me 15 rounds. He fights me, and let's give him a shot of a lifetime. Let's see if he does it." And then this guy Chuck Wepner, he's a dude out of Boston. He's like a you know no name fighter. He gets the shot. So he goes. He's like, "All right, it's Muhammad Ali versus the nobody, Chuck Wepner, whatever his name is." They go 15 rounds. It's a decision. Muhammad Ali wins. And they're like, whoever this dude was, was unbelievable. He has the heart of a lion. He is amazing. If fighters were more like him, the sport of boxing. So Muhammad Ali took it easy on him, right? Doesn't matter. So ironically, a year later, a movie called Rocky comes out. And it's the story of a no-namer, a dude who gets a shot at the heavyweight title because Apollo Creed, who is a lot like Muhammad Ali, real loudmouth dude, champion of the world, gives this no-namer a chance, and they end up tying. It's a, it's a, it's a draw because the heart of a lion. What are the overtime? Rocky Balboa. It's the same freaking story. So then this guy Chuck Wepner, 
Good Is gosh, he Sue? Good. He goes to the movie company. He's like, hey, what's up? What's the deal here, man? Obviously, this is my story. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sylvester wants to talk to you. Sylvester's like, hey, hey, do you, yeah, you ins- hey, condoms, I don't believe in them. You inspired me. Like, it's a great inspiring story. Like, I appreciate it. I want you to come to the premiere. So oh, Chuck, that's it? You get to Chuck come to the damn premiere? The premiere. He lives live. Everyone's like, wow, that's cool. This is the real Rocky. He goes to bars. As soon as he walks into bars, people are like, hey, free drinks for Chuck. Hell yeah, champion of the world. Oh, that's Rocky Balboa. Then Rocky 2 comes out. Everyone forgets about Chuck Webner, but Rocky 2 is a success. Rocky 3, huge success. Rocky 4, he fights a Russian. Dude, the Rocky franchise has made $4 billion. How much did Chuck Webner made? Zero. Three shots? Zero. Nothing. It's crazy. Dude, it was like the coolest documentary, but then at the end, you're like, dang. And towards like when he was when Sylvester Stallone was doing Rocky Three, he was like, "Oh no, no, Chuck Webner, I don't know what you're talking about." Like, no, this was my life story, dude. It's crazy to see the evolution of Sylvester Stallone denying the fact that Chuck Webner was the inspiration for Rocky. It's crazy. Well, I that mean, sounds really good, and I don't even need to watch it now because Eddie just told me the whole guys, thing. Guys, it's about 15 minutes long. You don't need to watch. Wait, Coach. it's only 15 minutes? It's really they're ESE shorts or something. ESPN short stories. Oh, that's not bad. I could do 15 minutes. I'd like to watch that. Dude, it's fantastic. You learned all that crap in 15 minutes? Dude, and then there was another one. It sounds like they can do documentaries a lot faster than they do then. Hey, it turns out... Coach, our truckers are veering. It turns out that that story was so boring, my kid fell asleep. Exactly. All right, he started feeling bad again. So then you went to So then I'm like, well, let me go to another one. The kid went back to school. He's like, this sucks. (laughs) He's like, Dad, I'm feeling better. I think I'll just drive myself. (laughs) (laughs) This one was crazy. Back in the 70s. Oh, God. Coach, do well, any of these start in the 2000s? <laughs> hey, what was this one called? Hey, back in the 70s, the Washington Redskins, because they, they were called that Whoa. in the 70s, were going to the Super Bowl. America's football team. Right? Yeah. And The Admirals. And the, the football club comes out and says, we are giving away tickets to the Super Bowl to the Washington Redskins' biggest fans. And what they did, it was really the FBI and they targeted people with these outstanding warrants, and they individually sent them a letter that said if they come to the convention center, you're going to get your free Super Bowl tickets. Dude, they had like 200 convicts just show up. Genius. They all go into the convention center. There's cameras. There's cheerleaders. There's everything. Like, I'm here for my free tickets, and they're all dudes that are supposed to be in jail. And then they put them in this room and said, all right, here's the big announcement. The doors open up. All these cops run in with guns. Put your hands up. Arrest all of them. I am going home to watch that today. They that never got like to the, go to the Super Bowl. Sorry, wife. Can't talk. Now got that, a short. See, like, that is a genius thing because people can't resist <laughs> Super Bowl tickets. Like, that, you could pull that off today. Because it was so mean, dude. They were all smiling and laughing. High-fiving. Like, hey, dude, what's up? Hey, don't I know you from the street? Wait. Hey, wait, 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 wait a second. Put your hands up, mother. Didn't you do that job? Hilarious. And then they're interviewing him on the way out. Like, the camera's showing him. They're like, it's messed up, man. It's messed up, man. I want to go to the Super Bowl, man. Stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, those are cool. Two cool documentaries That's that I really saw. That's really funny. All on ESPN+. Plus. Okay. You want to see the coolest tweet I saw this week? Yeah. Eli Apple pays, plays for the Bengals, right? He's the one that tipped that the last ah, pass. Giants. Well, he used to play for the Giants. Oh. But he, he's the one that tipped the ball that caused the, the Titans to lose, interception, whatever. Bad so, memories. You going to ask KB about that? No, I'm not going to ask him okay. about that exactly. But... So about the final play. He's trying to his mom wants tickets to the AFC championship game in Kansas City. 
Well, on secondary markets, they're like $1,500, $3,000, $4,000, $17,000. And she tweets out, tickets to the AFC Championship game is way too expensive. And someone replied, hey, you need to tell Eli Apple to pay for it. And Eli Apple replied, mama can watch it from the crib. <laughs> like, I ain't paying Did that much. Did they know that that was his... Mom, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But that's so funny that like everybody's trying to get him to pay for her tickets. He's like, I ain't paying that much for a ticket. No, it's really cool, Eli. I'm sure your mom didn't sacrifice anything to raise you and make you who you are, idiot. <laughs> I mean, what, dude? If my mom asked for anything, I would give it to her. My mom gave birth to me. Really? So you would rather pay something out of your financial? Yes. But I'm a I'm a millionaire. I'm a multimillionaire. Yes, absolutely. If my mom really wants to go see me play. Of course, I would pay anything to let her in that stadium. That was deep. Coach. Stupid. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard you read. I laughed out loud like, Mama can watch it from the crib. Like, I ain't paying $1,500 for she a should have said that when he was born. Yeah, baby can stay in the womb. We got to ask KB how many of his family members ask for tickets every Sunday. That's a good question. We probably won't have nah, time for that. Though, I'll probably coach. forget to ask it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Dang it. Yeah, you'll probably forget to ask that. I, uh, I, I doubt it, Coach, that hey, you'll be man, able to ask that. On average, every weekend, how many fools hit you up for tickets, like, text-wise? You get rolling into your phone. Oh, man. You know, I probably won't let you. I'll be probably hogging the interview, so I won't let you ask that. I cannot question. believe he said that to his mom. Okay, man. You really think that's that bad? Yes. Unless he's joking. You think he's joking? He might be joking. If he's joking, because I would assume right. that players, even if it's at the opposing stadium, there's a player section for. Uh, how many tickets do you think they get? Two. two? Just two. That's what I would imagine. Player? And then you got to pay for the rest. But maybe they do have to pay for them. So Mahomes gives his to Brittany and Jackson. I mean, he gets a whole suite. I mean, his parents are there. I mean, when you're the star quarterback, you get your own suite. Oh, so you think quarterback gets more than punter, kicker? (laughs) Yes. No, no good. Absolutely. Dude, I don't. Why? I thought they're all equal. Thought America's equal. Well, no, they're not all equal. Not like that, guys. Not Not like that. I mean, they all play a role on the team, but uh, some people are more important. You know, the star player. You know, know. quarterback is the only player that always touches the ball every play. Uh, What about the defense? Oh, is that the, that's the center. My bad, my bad. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I knew I screwed that that's up. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, I just said the quarterback, But coach. not if it's overtime, coach, and if you're the opposite quarterback. <laughs> and no, not if they did a wild co- wildcat. Wildcat. Oh, the wildcock. I, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, Mine man. was somewhere hey, else. watch them. They're doing the wildcock. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I look, look, hey, Bayard's on the phone. Bayard is on the phone. Right now? Yeah. Let's, let, 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 you ready? Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'll make sure the audio is HD quality. What's going on? Man, it looks like a nice house back there. Look at all those footballs. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Football, 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 helmet, helmet, INT, INT. A little man, little man cave action, that's it. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Yep. All right, hit it, right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the world-famous NFL player, Kevin Byers. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain Let's go. Like that intro. (laughs) Kevin, I mean, it's a rough week to be talking to you. You know, I I don't want to bring up, talk about the sadness, but as a player, you lose, you're eliminated from the playoffs. How long does it take for you to get over it? Is it like, oh, I walk out of the locker room, there's my family, I'm good? Or is it going to sting for a long time? No, it definitely takes a while. Uh, for me, it usually takes at least a month. Um, and obviously, you know, you kind of go through phases. I mean, obviously this year I'm going to be able to play into the Pro Bowl. So, you know, that'll be a part of the grieving process. I'll be able to go out there and still play football, play with a lot of cool guys, enjoy some time with my family. But it usually takes a little bit of a while, especially when you – you know, you put so much work, you know, starting in March in the offseason, training, and then you go through the season. There's so many ebbs and flows. It's up and downs. And, you know, you work so hard, and you get to a point where, you know, everything you work so hard for is kind of right in your, in your grasp. And, you know, you usually lose the way you lose. And uh, it sucks, man. But eventually, after about a month, man, you kind of put things in perspective. You kind of reflect on the year uh, we've had as a team and, you know, and individually. So, uh, I'm still not over it yet, uh, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of the Pro Bowl, how do you find out? I mean, as a player, you know, we see it. They, you know, Adam Schefter tweets, oh, you know, Kevin Byard, he's a Pro Bowler. Does someone call you? Do you get like a special message from the commissioner? How does that work? Now, nah, usually my agents, my agent usually tells me maybe a day or two beforehand because I guess he kind of gets the inside first. So my agent usually calls me and tells me, and I kind of keep the news, you know, kind of on the hush. But, um, yeah, it's first from him, 
And then obviously the team is, ends up telling you probably the general manager or something like that. So it's pretty cool deal. Now, do you, after you get eliminated, do you go home and watch football? Do you watch the rest of the games? Do good you question. watch the Bills, Chiefs, or are you just checked out completely? Great question. You're like, screw football, right? Really yeah. good question. Are no, you watching I, Real I Housewives? Some guys don't. I know some guys don't. Some guys just be completely checked out. But me personally, I'm a, I'm a football fan anyway. So I, I watch all the games. And, uh, and a lot of times it's kind of grieving for me just watching – uh, a lot of teams obviously play and still play football, but you know, so I'm watching the Bills and Chiefs game, and obviously the Chiefs end up winning. So in the back, I was watching with my dad. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, man, this is supposed to be the rematch of 2019 AFC Championship game. Who's gonna have them at home? The result's gonna be different. So, and it's funny because as I was watching that game, that's when actually the, it sunk in for me that we actually were out of the playoffs and our season was over. I'm like, man, this is over with for us, like. And uh, obviously the next day we did like our little exit meetings and met with the coaches and things like that. We call it trash bag day where everybody's cleaning out their lockers. It's kind of a sad day in the NFL. Kevin, when you're done with the season and it's over, are you like, I'm going straight to McDonald's, get a Big Mac, I'm going to get some chips, I'm going to get pizza. <laughs> like, how does your life change? And I'm not saying you just take the whole, like, two months off, but do you right. just kind of let yourself enjoy life a little bit when you're done? Yeah, I do. Um, I would say I go straight to McDonald's or nothing like that. But I'm like, <laughs> the first two or three weeks, I'm like a big couch potato. Like, I want to literally just sit down somewhere in my house and just chill, watch Netflix. I'm finishing up Ozark as we speak. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a huge couch potato. <laughs> so you watch the Bills-Chiefs game as a player because we everybody has arguments about the oh, overtime boy. rules, okay? Seconds. And I am so passionate that I have no problem with overtime rules because guess what? Kevin Byer and that defense, you get played to play defense and you can stop someone if you want to win the damn game. How do you feel about them? That's exactly how I feel. I mean, I don't think – because me personally, this is how I look at it because I've seen the proposals. It's like, you know, every team should be able to touch the ball and – playing the entire quarter, a lot of times when you get into overtime, God, guys are tired, you're hurt. I mean, nobody wants to play five quarters. I mean, we already had to play, what, 17 games this year, and they're going to try to make it 18. Like, nobody wants to play a whole five quarters. I mean, that's not necessarily what I signed up for. If it takes five quarters, then I'll do it. But nobody wants to have to mandatorily play five quarters. You want to go out there, you have one drive, stop these guys, and then the offense go out there and score and win the game. Nobody wants to play a whole mandatory five quarters. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, because then I see people like, oh, let them play the whole quarter. I'm like, well, Stupid. then what if what if they're tied after that quarter? Oh, well, give each team a possession. So, okay, let's say the Chiefs go down and score, then the Bills score. Then what? Oh, then the next team that scores wins. No, it's the same damn thing then. Exactly. Then that's kind of like how college, you see some games at college uh. work like seven overtimes. It's like, that's a long game. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for player safety. I don't think that's safe. Uh, I think that's ridiculous. And, I mean, I understand it from a, a fan's perspective. They want to see a cool game. They want to they want to continue to let the game go because it's cool. But from a player perspective, no, sir, I'm I'm not with that. Dude, KB, this is Sizen. Uh, my wife went to MTSU too, so that's dope. I love that spot. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, dude. I want to know. So, like, I see the Predators players; they're all hockey guys. They'll go play golf together. I see on their Instagrams. Is there a sport you guys go do other than football altogether or something like that? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, I will say that. You know, some guys, I mean, not me personally, uh, I don't necessarily golf throughout the year. Um, but I know some, you know, a lot of times it's usually like the specialists, you know, the punter, the kicker, the long snapper. Those guys tend to get together and play sports. I mean, most often than not, you know, we like to go out to dinner, uh, you know, hang out in that type of way. Rather if it's maybe if it's a concert or something like that, we may go to a concert together. But uh, I wouldn't say necessarily golf is a sport because I honestly, 
once we're out of the building, we don't want to do anything when it comes to sports other than football because we do enough running around and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but we do enjoy kicking it with each other for sure. Kevin, when the game's over and you guys are going to go greet members from the other team and all that, like, what's your go-to? Do you go like, oh, crap, Tom Brady's over there. Like, I'm I'm going to go say hi to Tom Brady. Or, like, are you look for friends first? Or how do you do it? Like, and who's the coolest person that you've met as far as playing for another team? I mean, obviously Tom Brady for sure. But I went, I went, I went, this is what I would say. So, a lot of times on the other teams – I have players that I've obviously played against or played with. So obviously I've talked to them. I got guys from my agency that I kind of look at as, as a family that I'm probably going to swap jerseys with, especially if it's another top safety or a top player on the team, you swap jerseys and things like that. But you also have the nostalgia things like Tom Brady. I grew up watching Bill Roethlisberger. Uh, when you have those kind of kind of players and, you know, you, and they, you walk up to them and they tell you that they respect you, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, I was a little kid watching you play, win Super Bowls, you why you respect me. It's like, kind of stars, that's the kind of stuff that I go home and call my dad, like, hey, dad, <laughs> talk to Tom Brady, and he said he respect me. It's just like, you know, it's one of those nostalgic things. So it all depends on what teams you play and, you know, what players they got on their team. When did you know you were going to be a safety? Like, did you want to be a quarterback, like, when you were younger? Did you want to be a running back? Or how did that, how did you get into being a safety? Great question. Man, when I was, when I started playing football, I was a quarterback. That's funny you said that. I was a quarterback, and... You know, I thought I was going to be the next Michael Vick or Brian Leftwich or something like that. So uh, when I'm I'm out there running, my dad wanted me to play quarterback, too. And uh, I got to high school and I started running track and I got faster running track. And, you know, my high school coach was like, hey, man, you look really good back there on them hashes. And, you know, I didn't really think nothing of it. So he started playing me on defense, but I was still playing quarterback. And so my senior year comes around and, uh, you know, I got some schools coming in and things like that offers. And he said something to me that kind of stuck with me. He said, because I, I, not only was I playing quarterback, I was playing receiver. I was doing a lot of stuff. He said, you know, you can find a lot of, you know, six foot. I think I was like 190, 195 pounds at that time. Uh, running the 4-4. Four, four. He said, you can find a lot of those things. But you don't find a lot of safeties with the ball skills that you have that can do that. And I guess that was like the first time I ever made my first business decision uh, to say, hey, man, I might be better off playing college football as a safety. I probably get, you know, better chance of getting drafted and make it to the NFL. And, uh, you know, I'm here now. Now, at what point did you believe you could make the NFL? Because you go yeah. to MTSU, which is not a huge football powerhouse. And Correct. so you go to MTSU, or you're just like, oh, I'm just going to college to go to college. Or you like, I'm going to MTSU, and somehow I'm going to get my name on the map. No, I mean, you know, in, in high school, you know, I think for the most part of our guys, our biggest accomplishment was like, we want to go to the SEC, especially playing high school football in Georgia. It's like, we want to go SEC, SEC. And I actually had an opportunity to go Kentucky. They kind of pulled my offer, whole long story. But I'm going to MTSU, so now I'm just thinking like, hey, I mean, I'm just trying to go out here and make a name for myself, you know, get, get a good degree and things like that. But my freshman year, I had to make the, the freshman All-American team. And so I made the freshman All-American team. I'm looking at my stats. I'm, I'm comparing to other guys. And then I'm also, I'm also watching the NFL draft. And I think at that time, maybe I think it was Ha-Ha Clint Dix, Mark Barry, or some guys that got drafted the first round. I'm looking at their stats compared to mine. I'm like, damn, like, I'm putting up the same numbers like if I can do this year in a year out, year in a year out, you know, I might, I don't know if I'm going to go first round or nothing like that, but I'm like, man, I can get drafted. And so honestly, I think that's when it clicked for me. And I just pretty much dedicated my whole time. I mean, I still had a little bit of fun in college, but I was really super focused on making the NFL because I'm looking at it like, man, this is why I came here for. I'm trying to come out here, change my family's life and things like that. So that's when I fully dedicated myself to think like, hey, I can actually make it. Yo, KB, this is Sizzin again. So uh, <laughs> our dude here, Lunchbox, you've been hearing him talk. And so uh, he was at Walgreens one time, and he ran into Julio. 
And I'm gonna play. Okay. I'm gonna play you this clip real quick. It's audio of him running oh, into boy. Julio. Here oh, you boy. go. The Julio, welcome to Titans Up, baby. Titans Up, welcome to Nashville, baby. How you doing? Can I snap a selfie real quick? And so that was him <laughs> just outside of Walgreens. And so we were wondering, like, you guys just drive yourselves to Walgreens? Don't? Why wouldn't you have a runner? Or why wouldn't you have a driver or something like that? <laughs> That's there's no way you said that to Julio. He the did. I absolutely said that. He Julio. did. And, and there's more to that too, Kevin. Like, like Julio was buying icy hot. Like, does the Titans not give you guys icy hot to take home with you? <laughs> they sure do. I don't know where he was going buying icy hot. Dude, here, here, Kevin, here's the thing. I was there to buy milk because I got three kids, right? And I needed a gallon of milk, and it was it was in the off season. And it was like a Sunday morning, and I was getting in the car, and I see him get out of his car and walk in Walgreens. I was like. Damn, that was Julio Jones. I'm going to sit here and wait. And so I sat in my car and waited. And then when he came walking out, I got out and acted like I was walking into the store. And I was like, hey, man, Julio, do Julio. Tighten up, baby. That's funny because over the years, I've you know, I've obviously been with the Titans, just finished my sixth year. I'm I'm the type of guy, you know, my wife told me to go pick up my kids' prescriptions at Publix and not go to Publix. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. But I ain't going to lie, over the past year or so, I guess I'm becoming more well known. Oh uh, yeah, because when you keep I, when you keep making the Pro Bowl, yeah, when you keep making Pro Bowls, that's what happens. Yeah, you know it's funny. So you just mentioned Walgreens. So this had to be this was during the season, and this is probably when I was like, okay, I'm stopped going different places. I was at Walgreens, and I think we had just won a game. I forgot what game it was. So I walked in, and you know you kind of walk into the Walgreens, and somebody's coming out. It was a, it was a female, and obviously from the side of my, I peeked that she knew who I was, so she kind of stopped and kind of turned around. But I, I tried to ignore it, tried to play it cool, just kept walking. So I walked towards the back, and uh, I, I think I was getting something from my kids, and uh, one of the managers recognized me, would say, hey, good game last night, tighten up, boom, boom. But he kept it cool. Now, most people usually keep it cool. So I'm walking towards the front to check out, and it's like a line. It's probably like five people. You know, you got a couple registers, whatever, but it's only like one of them open. And the lady that was back there, a black woman, she was, you know, a nice lady. She was... Woo, tighten up, tighten up, tighten up. And like, she made it super awkward and everybody turned around trying to see what's going on. She's like, y'all know who that is back there? Like she was being super extra. I'm like, oh my God, I almost want to drop the stuff and just walk out. Well, that's what this guy did. <laughs> Going to one of the little self-checkout things. And as I'm leaving, the same girl who was walking out of the store, she waited for me. And I guess she was talking to one of the managers and one of the managers was like, hey man, do you mind taking a picture with her? Uh, she's a huge Titans fan. I think she was like a nurse or something like that. And I took a picture with her. So it's funny because like when I used to go out to restaurants and stuff, people are tend to be cool, discreet. They don't really make a whole lot of noise. But you go to places like Walgreens or Walmart. <laughs> honestly, man, I got some real funny stories about people following me around stores. Oh. Uh, you know, just pretty much doing the most, doing doing the absolute most. <laughs> But that has to be a good feeling. That that means you're doing something right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? At least you're not. They're not yelling, "Hey, cut his ass! Cut his ass! He's terrible! <laughs> He's terrible! Get out of it! We we don't want KB anymore." You know, the, at least you're not Jadavion Clowney who did nothing for the Titans. You know, and everybody wants you out of town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you know, honestly, it does feel good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's cool to you know have the admiration and you know people recognize. But at the same time, you know. Like you said, you kind of have to change up how you move. Like, you can't, like, because I'm used to being able to go to Walgreens or Publix or pick up, you know, whatever I want to do. Me and my wife want to get some ice cream, and I go pick up some ice cream real quick. And, like, you got to move different. Like, I don't have runners on staff or on, you know, on call to be able to send somebody to the store. Like, if I want to get some ice cream, I want to get some ice cream. Um, but, no, nah, it is pretty cool. But, like you said, I've, I've dealt with people who literally see me walking in Walmart to get some dog food and literally jumped on Instagram Live. Oh, yeah, come crazy. on. 
the buyer walking in Walmart like he had Nike flip flops on and the joggers. Like I told you, he was regular. I told you they don't. Be. I was just like, yo, man, like because eventually you start thinking the security stuff. Like, man, did this guy gonna follow me all the way out to my car trying to rob me or something? Like, so you know, it, like I said, it's cool to a certain extent, but sometimes people take it a little too far. Now, as an athlete, do you listen to talk radio? Do you read? Because every athlete, oh, I don't listen to the press clippings. I don't, you know, I don't listen to what people say about me. But like Ryan Tannehill, everything this week is, oh, Tannehill's got to go. Tannehill's got to go. How do you look at that as a player? Do you listen to that? And do you think people are crazy? Like, get off Tannehill's back. Yeah, man. I, so me personally, I don't necessarily just sit up at the house and watch like NFL Network or ESPN, those type of things. But obviously, you know, we all have social media. We have Twitter. Uh, so I can get on Twitter and that's pretty much like my news. That's like my CNN, my ESPN, everything. So yeah, of course we see it. I mean, even last year, 2020, I didn't have my best year. And towards the end, like right at the end of the football season, everybody was saying, oh, Kevin Bryant has the worst contract on the team. He, you know, we should think about getting rid of him and things like that. So I see that type of stuff. Does it bother me to a certain extent? Because I mean, not necessarily because most people that's writing these things and things like that, they don't necessarily know, uh, the game of football the way I knew it at least. Um, but yeah, even the whole Tannehill thing, I mean, I think it's just super tough because as an athlete, we are harder on ourselves more than anybody else would be. And after the game, you know, I think he stayed at the stadium for a few hours, like, cause he was beating himself up about the game. And, and I understand it, but at the end of the day, like, I think with, when it comes to, as far as fair weather fans, I'm not talking about your diehard Titans fans or whatever people take for one performance and, and decide that, Hey, this guy is sorry. He's trash. We don't need him anymore. But forget all the good that he's done since he's been here in 2019. I think if you look at stats-wise, he's probably one of the top Titans quarterbacks in, a, in, in our history as far as stats and things like that, man. He's took us to the playoffs every single year. So, I mean, obviously, yes, he didn't play his best game. I, I think when you lose, nobody played their best game. But at the end of the day, man, I, we're, we're going to ride and die for Tannehill. Uh, he, I love him as a quarterback. I love him as a person. And uh, hopefully he'll be here next year and help us try to you know get this thing right and take us to the Super Bowl. Kevin, in January, my buddy Gary Ashton texted me. He said, hey, do you want Kevin on the show? You know, we're doing this thing with him called Kicks for Kids. And and he told me a little bit about it. And it turns out you guys raised a lot of money. You donated a lot, got a lot of shoe donations for kids. Um, I think it's awesome that you do that. How important is it for you as an athlete and going into a community like Nashville to be part of the community, start working with these kinds of organizations and, like, give back? Because we're so blessed, right? No, absolutely, man. It's huge, man. God has, has blessed me a lot in my life. He's given me and my family a lot of grace. So I think that it's only right that I end up doing the same for people that, that needs help. And I think that, like you said, being in the position that I am, being in the position of influence, uh, I think that's the biggest thing that I can try to influence the next person or the next generation to give back. Because at the end of the day, uh, none of this stuff is ours, man. It's almost like we're borrowing everything that we have, man. It's all about being able to give back because we can't die with anything, you know what I'm saying? So, but the, one of the most important things, even when I was a young kid and uh, growing up trying to get to this level, I always say, if I get to this level, man, I want to be able to give back and, and show the younger generation that uh, whenever you have some type of success, the most important thing you can do is help people because that's what it's all about. It's about each one, teach one. And, uh, that's kind of my thing. You know, me and my wife, we have our own foundation, the Byer Family Legacy Fund, and we do things year-round just trying to, you know, extend God's grace that he's extended in our life. KB, if uh, I always heard a rumor that if you chuck the football, say you get a pick or something, and you chuck it in the stands, the NFL finds you $5,000. Is that true, or is it even a more extreme amount? No, I think it is true. I mean, I'm, 
sometimes these NFL fines are kind of like wishy-washy because I've seen guys do it and don't get fined. Then I see other guys get fined. Like I've seen a guy uh, take a beer from somebody in the stands and, and drink it and got fined like $10,000. Like I got fined <laughs> a few years ago for running onto the uh, the star in Dallas. I got fined $10,000. So Yeah, don't uh, do that crap. You deserve that. You know, I, the NFL fines is for uniform violations. Like, for example, our socks are supposed to be pulled all the way up our knees. And, you know, in the game, you might make a tackle and your socks fall down. You might forget to pull it up. And you will get to the uh, to the locker room on Wednesday and see you got a 5,000 fines for not having your socks pulled up. It's like, you know, I hope I don't get fined for actually talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> fines just come from everywhere. Okay, so <laughs> when, when when people run on the field, Stephon Diggs laid that dude out the other night. Why don't you guys crazy. Why don't you guys lay the people out? Because I want people to just get the crap knocked out of them so they'll quit doing it. A lot of times, but we had a, a streak run on our field this year. And sometimes you don't see it until it's like to the crowd. You hear the crowd gets loud. You look around like, oh, what's going on? Uh, that guy was stupid because he tried to run like directly in between <laughs> the players. And, like usually guys kind of run off to the side and just run around the field or whatever, like out of harm's way. So I ain't gonna lie, that was pretty impressive with Stephon Diggs. I was like, I was like, damn, I didn't even know he was hitting people like that. that was pretty cool. <laughs> Well, hey, Kevin Byer, we really do appreciate yes, it. And sorry, good luck in the Pro Bowl. Enjoy it. Soak it up. Enjoy your time in Vegas. Uh, win some money. Take the wife out to a nice dinner. And uh, we really do appreciate the time. Quick question. Should I bet on the Pro Bowl? Like, do you guys play really hard? Or are you just there to have fun? Yeah, most guys are there just to have fun. I wouldn't advise you to bet on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> right. My first year going to the Pro Bowl in 2017, half the guys didn't even show up to the second practice. <laughs> <laughs> They got a little too lit the night before, so I definitely wouldn't advise you to bet on the phone. All right. All right, Kevin. Hey, man, have a great hey, day. We dude. do appreciate it. Thanks, dude. All right, Paul. You guys have a good one. All right, tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Yes, sir. The Julio. Welcome to <laughs> Titans Up, baby. Tighten up. Welcome to Nashville, baby. How you doing? Can I snap a selfie real quick? Hey, that was pretty good, right? The Julio. Hey, he was pretty cool. Hey, the Kevin. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> hey, can we get more NFL players? Those guys are good. I mean, that dude was amazing. great. I, I mean, he was it. so chill. And guess what? What? He's all about those overtime rules, isn't he? He doesn't have a problem with it. He agreed with me. I love it when people no, isn't agree it with crazy, me. Isn't it crazy how the players that actually play the well, game? He's on defense. Of course he's Co- going to I, I know, <laughs> Coach, I know you're a player. You, no, no, you what know I'm saying, what they're hey, going through. Lunch is like, Lunch set it up to go, hey, you're on defense, so it should be you guys stop him, right? And he's like, he's like yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm on defense. I want to stop him. <laughs> no, I think both teams, I mean, of course he's going to say hey, the defense should stop. Ask Josh Allen. <laughs> Ask Josh Allen what he thinks about it. I think Josh Allen would be the same way, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Kevin Byer can lose his whole season just on the same type of situation, and he said, look, us players, we don't want to pl- keep playing. We've already played four quarters. The injury factor, the fatigue factor, everything about it is not good I love. Business. I love the fact that he heard you act like a dumbass in front of Julio Jones. <laughs> I mean, right, that was so solid. That was a great idea. And, and he's he- like, no, dude, I don't know why he doesn't get icy hot at the stadium, man. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way you said that to Julio. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, and I mean, I absolutely said that to Julio. That was great. I mean, that was a fun interview. Dude, I also wanted to ask him stuff like, man, Tannehill, he was getting intercepted so much. Like in practice, you guys just intercept him all the time? <laughs> hey, coach, that's a good one. You totally I mean, should have. What I, mean, I also you- wanted to say, does every NFL player get to park inside the stadium? Or like punters and kickers, long snappers, they like park in parking lot A or something. <laughs> Save that one, dude. That's a good Save question. Save that one. And it's a great question. Like, hey, in practice, did the coaches tell you not to intercept the ball so you don't ruin his confidence? <laughs> in practice, like, do you actually ta- tackle Derrick Henry? That would have been a good question. Dang it. We should oh, have asked him if he's, if he's had Henry. to tackle De- Derrick Henry before. That's a good question. I just thought of that Hold right on. Now. Let me get him back on. Hold on. Hey, hey Kevin, you, there? you still there, Kevin? He's already out of character. He's like, man, those guys suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> idiots, man. Oh, man. So, you want to just pause it there? Yeah. All right, pause it there and we'll start. Hey, we got Kevin Byard done with that. Now, we got another celebrity on the another phone. Another celebrity? Uh, hey, guys, I line up interviews for the big AFC and NFC championship games. I bring you the hard hitting interviews. Pull it up, Ray. Welcome. Yeah, the one and only Batters Box. Box? 
Oh my god! I, I'm sorry. I fell asleep, guys. <laughs> what? The? Hey, this is the celeb we got. Coach, he fell asleep during your short stories that you were telling. Hey, can you uh, go ahead and hit his introduction? Oh my god! I was on hold for like an hour. All right, guys. This is. The... Did you go through puberty in that hour? Why your voice crack? Lunch wants me to play this clip. This is the famous Battersbach. What up, everybody? It's Batters Box here with a special. No, you don't have to do the whole thing. <laughs> hey, hey, Batters Box. Hey, before you hang up today, can we get a new recording of your Batters Box? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hey, uh, so you're a big San Francisco 49ers fan. No, what the, gosh, hey, no. what have the last three weeks wait, been wait, like wait, for wait. you? Ask that again. What have the last three weeks been like for you? Hey, kid, I am too. They've been incredible, kid. <laughs> hey, do you talk to Keith a lot? Because you guys are both Niners fans. Are you constantly talking? Uh, no, he's impossible to get a hold of. So it's it's very hit or miss. I only got a landline, kid. Okay, but tell us about what 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 is on tap for this weekend. I want to know what your routine is because you keep the same routine. What's the routine? He's not on the team. Uh, he thinks he is. <laughs> coach, that was funny, Coach. <laughs> Hey, I heard for the last game, didn't you get hammered? Nah, I mean, you know, I don't know about that. Okay, what about the game before that? I mean, there were some beverages. What about the game before that? There was also some uh, beverages (laughs) flowing there, too. Coach, that video of you and your wife, though, I can barely understand what you're saying. Hey, no comment. I I couldn't even tell you what it says because I haven't watched it back. You, you don't even remember taking it. That's why. So, <laughs> how, ner- like, so th- his wife was like, hey, their son is in kindergarten. Like, we need to take him to get a haircut. And she- he goes, not can't do it this week. Oh, don't cut the hair. Superstitious. No. No. no I'm very superstitious, just like Pitts. Right? We know so- you had a beard for two years. You look like a homeless person pushing a shopping cart. <laughs> hey, that was my quarantine phase, right? Okay, so tell us, I, I mean, what what do you wear? Like, how does the family get together? Tell us your routine at the house. So the routine is I have the same beverage uh, every week, right? The wife and I. What and is this? Well, what is the beverage? I mean, when you're telling a story, you need to tell us what it is. It's a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. No, right now it's, it's whiskey, okay? Same whiskey. Uh, every week. What, what kind, kind of whiskey? What kind? Do you know how to t- do, I, hold on? Bland. Do you know how to tell a story? Bland. Do you know how to involve details and like get us hooked on your story? And said we have beverages. He's not a radio star like you do. But is, I mean, did he never take a cock? What kind of whiskey? Did you never write a story in high school where you had to like give details? <laughs> eh, I didn't really write them. You know, I probably just copied off somebody. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Finish, finish the story. Uh, I can't think of the the brand oh. right offhand. I didn't know if that was like against radio rules, what? dropping brand names, <laughs> sponsored all that stuff. I don't know. Good, but it's a Canadian whiskey that uh, that we got at Costco. All right, so same same uh, beverage every week, uh, same cup, same lid. It's in a uh, tumbler. That's a 49ers tumbler with a, you know, a Yeti tumbler, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And Crown, then Crown Royal, everybody, Canadian mist. Everybody in the, everybody in the family has the same, wears the same clothes every week. Socks, <laughs> underwear. You haven't changed since Saturday? 
No, it's like a uniform coach. Like we <laughs> put it on right before the game starts, and then since we keep winning, we take it all off and we put it in the you know put it away in the closet, Got it, special coach. area, so you can keep it all organized. And that's me, the wife, the kids, everybody. Got it. Uh, we have our assigned seats on the couch. Okay. And we have the same snacks every week. What are the snacks? Wait, hold on. Before the snacks, yeah, where, no, where the, are you in the couch? Yeah, the assigned seats. What if one of the kids doesn't want to sit in his assigned seat? Uh, that's not that's not even a choice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you spank Everybody's them? on board, guys. You don't understand. Like They're all on board with us. So where, where do you sit on so, the couch? Are you in the, the couch middle? Is a, the couch is a sectional, so it's like an L. So from... Right is Ethan, <laughs> then me, then Tanya at the curve, and then So he's Colin. in the middle. He's in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> You're crazy, dude. Well, hey, what are the snacks that you have out? Oh, you know, we got a little charcuterie board with some cheeses and some meats, and then we got a spinach dip. And um, I mean, that screams San Francisco. Is there anything with gold, like gold Schlager or anything, like with the 49ers? Or like nah. red salsa, you know? Yeah, red. No, we, no, we have like, um, like between, the, like right in the front of the couch, we have a, um, like a floor mat that's uh, 49ers. And then we have a little plush 49ers football up on the TV. Uh, we tried the couch cover earlier in the season, but that wasn't going well, so we ditched it. Do you ever watch the game with Kid? Uh, past years, yeah, we've watched with Kid, but he has not been around this year. So once you start the streak, you can't break it. So he is not Invited. available to come over here. I'm yeah, sorry, Kid. Oh. <laughs> Dude, uh, are you worried <laughs> for Sunday's game because the Rams are the favorite? Jimmy G's been looking like a basically a homeless person throwing the football. Are you guys at all terrified about this game on Sunday? Uh, I wouldn't say terrified. I'm always nervous every game. I mean, I've been nervous every game in this streak so far, but it's worked out. So I I would say normal amount of uh, nervousness, but we've had the Rams number so far, so hopefully that continues at least one more game. How have you felt the morning after all of these games with your nervous drinking of the Canada whiskey from Costco Canadian that you don't whiskey. know the name of it? Um, I felt great. Man, you wake up with a win, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So Right, you wake up, you're a little groggy, but you get in the shower, and then you start your day just like any other. That's like you sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle used to say. Hey, what is your opinion? I, I guess we're done with the superstitions, but what is your opinion on the Cowboys and Dak and how they what? What? ended Why? the game with the 13 seconds? Oh, man, that was beautiful. What a great play call. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I just, the Cowboys, man, they they have so much talent, but I just feel like they're very unorganized. They don't know what they're doing. And I think they've underperformed mainly because of their coach. That's the opposite of you guys. No talent and just getting lucky. That's pretty cool. I mean, no talent? Are you crazy? No talent overperforming. Good job, man. Debo. Uh, and that's it. Warner, Bosa. Coach, you guys Kittle. all look you guys all had broken legs at one point during the game. I mean, you Yeah, got, against Green Bay. Everybody nobody, was limping off the field. I mean, I don't think anyone's healthy going into this game. Yeah. Well, I think somebody I mean, got frostbite. How does that make you feel as a Cowboys fan? I mean, you're you have like all the best offense in the world and all the talent, and you can't 
Can't put it together. Ah, well, we'll figure it out, man. We got a whole offseason. Hey, if, <laughs> if Antonio Brown said he was available and you guys agreed to terms, would you be happy with Antonio Brown on your team? Hell no. <laughs> no. Pass. Okay. How come you're not going to Los Angeles for this game? I mean, I'd, you know, you, you packed up the family and went to Arizona when it was in, 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 imperative. And <laughs> that was terrible. And then you terrible. never answered our call after that. Yeah, you never answered our call after you lost. I mean, why aren't you going to L.A.? Hey, it didn't work out, so maybe I'm bad luck in person because I've seen two Niners games in person, 0-2. So might have to scrap that. Hey, Batters Box, you know what happens when the sun comes up? He's the LA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we talked about this topic on the big show. Do you think the Super Bowl needs to be moved to Saturday or no, Monday should be an off day? I think Monday should be an off day for sure. Got to keep it on Sunday. Hey, what do you think about the overtime rule? <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Hey, no, I, he, I he said, I told you he sent me those stupid <laughs> ideas. I like so it. I thought it was good. Me too. Me too, man. Look. Look, I was going to tell you, I forgot, but I was going to say, first thing, if we're talking about overtime, I'm hanging up. <laughs> well, there he goes. <laughs> so you can tell they've gotten in fights before oh, about for sure. overtime. For sure. Oh, man, I just sit there, I'm like, you're an idiot. I, I, mean, I can't handle it. Lunchbox, he just doesn't, he is the guy that doesn't like change. Everything needs to stay the same because that's the way it's always been done. Man, that's right. weird, Joe, because we just got uh, batter's Who's box. Joe? We, Whoa. We, we just had oh, Kevin Joe Byard. Montana, I get it. Yeah, What's yeah, he Joe Montana. Call you Gibbles now? We, we just had Kevin Byard on, and he plays in the NFL, and he's like, I got no problem with the rule. Tell you something, Dan. Like, I got no problem. <laughs> I got no problem with the overtime rule because we don't want to be playing five, six, seven quarters. We can't do it. It's uh, the injuries, the fatigue. Well, he didn't say all that. Uh, he did, he that, absolutely said all that. Imagine that lunchbox asked a defensive guy about the defensive worthy overtime. If you're going to quote someone <laughs> that we that, just interviewed, I mean, Coach. Settle it. I mean, Kevin Byard said so, whoever the hell that is. So oh. we should just. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. How about that? Why would you bash her? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you bash her? That was our I mean, biggest. He's guess. gonna. He's gonna listen back to this and be like, "Who the hell's this batter's box?" Yeah. Take that back, man. <laughs> oh, uh, he's, like, he's like, "Come across the middle, batter's box. See if I clean your clock." He's like, "I got it, batter's box. I just Googled it. Balcony's hey, little league. Let's go, batter's box. <laughs> he's the right, drunk guy right. down in Austin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that No Teeth Keith's his favorite player on the Niners is Kid Oh. And then, who's your favorite player on the 49ers? Epo. Right yeah. Oh, my favorite player is Kittle, for what? sure. Well, how is it not Debo? He's the best player that you have. Uh, Kittle, he, I think he likes Kittle because Kittle does cute. the dirty work. Kittle, I yep. mean, he, his stats may not be amazing, but he blocks. I mean, he okay, is so, so, so good. Okay, so why not pick a lineman then? Pick an offensive lineman. I'm sure there's one that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Trent Williams, he's amazing. There Definitely. you go. Why not the kicker? He won the game for you. I mean, I like I like them all. I'm just saying, like my favorite is Kittle. Man, he gets everybody hype. He's the the essential part of that offense. Man, he blocks. I mean, when he's out of the game, our running game is probably half as good as it is. Who I mean, would you makes, ra- Who would you rather play? He makes everything go. Hey, who would you rather play? As your quarterback, since Garoppolo's been so bad, would you rather have this bad version of Garoppolo or Trey Lance? I mean, right now I gotta stick with Garoppolo, man. He's done it before. He's he's stable. Who who would you, know, you rather play in the Super Bowl? Not. Dude, Garoppolo throws more interceptions than Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's frustrating sometimes, but I feel like he can pull it through. 
Who would you rather play in the Super Bowl? This is your last question, well, then we're hanging not, up on he's you. He's not playing. Because no one, everyone is bored out of their minds. No, that was during what Eddie's short about? stories. Coach, come on. I mean, you sound like you've coach, been hitting that whiskey I mean, this morning. The, what about the breaking news? The Bears got a new coach. Uh, we, I thought he got a GM. Oh. Thank you, Instagram. They, they just hired a new coach. Oh, boy. Are you going to tell us who you would rather play in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I want the Chiefs. You want the Chiefs to win? That's a good pick. I'll tell Pitts. No, no, no. I, I need, I need, a, I need, a, I need a, the the revenge. We need to beat them this time. Revenge porn. You wanna, hey, you want to get the championship? You got to beat the best, right? So. Uh, you probably want the easier road, coach. Yeah, what I mean, are you googling? I mean, as long as we're there, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see who our head coach is. Sean Payton. Now we got the Colts defensive coordinator. Sorry, guys. Matt Elberfluss. I didn't press. <laughs> I didn't press hey, before the show. Congratulations, uh, Battle Box. You got Matt Everthrust. That's cool. You guys got the guy that waxed the ja- that got waxed <laughs> by the Jags. <laughs> Hey, that's a good get. Here, here's dude. the thing. <laughs> good get. You know how happy I am about this hire? You know how happy I am about this hire? You're not. I no, keep... I'm absolutely happy because it's not you don't Jim sound Caldwell. Happy. It's not Dan Quinn Lovey who Smith. sucks. Dan Excuse Quinn me? sucks. Excuse me? No, he's a good defensive coordinator. He's well, not a good yeah. head coach. In Atlanta, he was good because he had Kyle Shanahan running the offense. And he had the, and once Dan, Kyle Shanahan left, he didn't know how, how to run an offense. The team fell apart. What about Sean Payton? Sean Payton can't go to the Bears. You understand that he's under contract with the Saints. And you told me you have why he's going to be the Cowboys head coach. Go ahead. Does Batters Box want to hear this? Yeah, what? exactly. He just said he's happy. Does he sound happy to you, Batters Box? No, he's like yelling at you guys. No, no. I like it when I don't know who the guy is, so it's not just some retread. I don't want to get Dan Quinn. I don't want to get Jim Caldwell. I mean, this is what NFL teams do. Who do you what? want? Urban? Exactly. It's not Urban Meyer. What NFL teams do is one guy gets fired, guess what? He just goes to the next city. Yay, cool. I would have liked Brian Flores. I thought he was pretty good, but he's going to go to <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Oh, God, no. When, when, when the Cowboys hired him, I came on this podcast and said, Jason Garrett 2.0, and now people are starting to see the light. But I am happy with this hey. hire. The Colts D is really good. The Bears are known as a defensive team. Now we just need to get an OC that's going to develop Justin Fields, and we are on our coach, way. They boys. were known as a defensive hey, team when they had Budkiss, coach. Matt Eberbluss. <laughs> Welcome to Chicago, hey. Matt Eberbluss. The monsters of the midway. Yeah. Hey, Eberbluss. And that was in the 30s, coach. You Don't guys be mad. You guys breaking, need- news. breaking news. What? what? The Bears need to be the first NFL team to have a head coach that's a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. What? What's the breaking news, Batters Box? You're pregnant? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> No, Ben Roethlisberger announces retirement. Shocking. I mean, we, we, that's not breaking news. We, we should have done that. that three years ago. I mean... Well, smash cut in three years. Ben Rosberger's 380 pounds because he doesn't. I mean, oh, the, geez. that's not going to be. Look, dude, he didn't get in shape in football. Imagine when he doesn't have games to play. He's just going to be sitting on the couch. Bleh. That's a little rude. Oh, coach. that reminds me. I got to hit up Dodd. I know where his place is on Lake Oconee and Roethlisberger's for sure going to be in the backyard. Well, then you all should go. He's going to be hanging out there all the time. If you play that course, you can see his house and, on 14. I mean, we act like Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, when you watch the telecast of his last few games. I watched the broadcast, I'm not, not the telecast. To, it's already over, Eddie. You can't. You can go the back telecast? and watch. I will not be watching that. Dude, that the, so, hey, Big Ben's for sure going to be in a beer league softball league, right? <laughs> Come <For> on, sure. <laughs> coach. But I love the way they just slurped Ben. He's such a good guy. Oh my gosh, Big Ben, what an amazing human. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's that amazing of a human. Dirty burger. Yeah, dirty burger. As Amy he had from issues with some uh, fast food bathrooms, right? Uh, in <laughs> Col- he had an issue with a girl in Colorado. He had the issue with the girl in the bar in Ohio. I mean, he had a lot of issues with some girls and alcohol and. Yeah, doing things he ain't supposed keep, keep to. Keep away but, from Urban, okay? Keep but, away from Urban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's too that would have been a deadly combo. Dude, somebody said Urban's like running his bar and girl. He's like the general manager up there now. <laughs> but hey, but Big Ben is going to the Hall of Fame. Congrats on a good career. See you later, Big Ben. I want to go now, see Now, Eddie, him. You, yeah. you teased us, deep tease. Yes. You have inside sources about the cow- next how- Cowboys head coach. Guys, this is huge. I have a friend of mine who played golf one time with Sean Payton. 
And as they were playing golf, my friend said, hey, I got I to gotta confess something. I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan. And Sean Payton goes, I love the Cowboys. I love Jerry Jones. I used to coach with Jerry Jones. Every time I go to Dallas. How did he get partnered up with Sean Payton? He says, every time I go to Dallas, I have dinner with Jerry Jones. And I get the most expensive steak. And I tell Jerry, this is why you can't afford me. <laughs> so that means one thing, boys. He wants to go back to Papa. He's going to the Cowboys. So are we talking in two or three years? Coach, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what the contracts are. You're not? I, don't, I don't know what the deals are. No, but you I'm said sure. he's going to be the next head coach. So I'm just trying to figure out when we can expect this announcement. Hey, when it comes out, we'll have batters hey, did box. Your friends, go did ahead. your friend's secretary's uh, boss's son have any other information? <laughs> <laughs> No batter's box. But, hey, hey, when Sean Payton announces that he's going to be the next head coach of the Cowboys, can we have batter's box on to do the breaking news? Since he gave us two while he was on one little segment? Yeah, I mean, we can't. I I know somebody that uh, saw Urban, not Urban Meyer, who Sean Payton was at a country music concert. That was me. And he came out of the back. Backstage, with like no, no, no. He walked out of a bus with two hotties. Would you let me finish it? Well, I saw it with my own eyes. Why and, are you telling the and story? He, and he walked out with two hotties. <laughs> <laughs> he just told the same story. <laughs> Fly job, baby. All right. Yeah, baby. All right. Hey, Ray, you want to play Jerry this Jones Big Ben uh, retirement video? No, coach, but hit me with it. I will send it to you right now. What up, Batters Box? I said, was Jerry Jones in the bus? Hey, yeah. batter's box. Are you at work? Like, it was what are you in Nola, I think. What are you doing at yeah, 11 a.m.? I'm at work at home. Well, because the last time you were at work, this oh, is what it sounded like. It's not the same audio. What up, everybody? It's batter's box here. That was the work bathroom, and this audio sounds different. Is he just telling us he got laid off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working. Hey, I'm working hey, home. Isn't that sad? Like, I mean, hey, like, that's awkward, box. right? I'm sorry, dude. You're seeing the effects of the COVID pandemic. Yeah, that's why I couldn't go to COVID Vegas, man. Pandemic. Home now. Why didn't you go to Vegas, dude? Uh, there was a lot of reasons. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, we got we got we got time. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, we ain't, no, we ain't talking about that. Coach, and also, once just sent me a two-minute video okay, of Big we, Ben. We don't have time for hey, that. Hey, we can start playing a little bit. I mean, we played your Derrick Henry one that had no words. quarterback, University of Miami. I don't know how to put into words what the game of football has meant to me. And what a blessing it has been. Oh my God. Well, I know with confidence oh I have given my all to the He's game. Reading the script, I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all it has given me. A boy from Finley, Ohio with NFL dreams, developed all in right. Oxford at my <laughs> about, about, <laughs> Hold on, hold on. A, We're done. A bathroom in Georgia that turned trash. Play it up, turn it up. All right, I'm skipping ahead. I appreciate you and our shared commitment to wearing the black and gold with pride and dignity. Putting that jersey on every Sunday with my brothers will always be one of the greatest joys of Sometimes my life. Monday and also Thursday. Steeler Nation, True. the best fans in all of sports. Some Tuesday games. Thank you for accepting and supporting me as your quarterback over the years. 20 seconds. Football has been a gift, and I thank God for allowing me to play it. Surrounding me with great people and protecting me through to the end. Yeah. With love and honor. He's taking his name tag off of his locker. Get out of here. They'll do that for you, dude. You don't have to do that. <laughs> ah, no, he had to take it off himself, dude. <laughs> What a joke. <laughs> Is that, that it? That's it. Hey, who's winning this weekend? Huh? Who's winning the games? And not the Niners. All right. Ray, who's You've been who's, saying that every week. 
Who's going to the Super Bowl, Ray? Um, I already said Chiefs, but dude, I don't know. Having batter's box on, the, the Niners beat the Packers, beat the Cowboys. That was last week, Coach. I know. I mean, and, and the the can- Canadian whiskey, the the the, the same spot on the couch. That's yeah, what the, I'm saying. Because the same snack. Because of the superstitions. Same underwear. They're going to be doing. It almost just seems like no teeth year. I almost think the Niners cover. I don't know if they win, but uh-uh. cover. You're looking at a uh, Kansas City Chiefs, L.A. Rams Super Bowl. Easy breezy. Everybody's saying that, though. Well, Coach, exactly. that's what it's going and to that's be. that's why it's going to be the Bengals and Niners. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Eddie's, Eddie's been saying the Niners are going to lose every week, so yeah. I'm feeling good. Well, Even eventually they will batter the box. Hey, if, if it's Bengals and Niners. <laughs> I mean, no one's <laughs> watching. You're talking about the worst Super Bowl in NFL I mean, e- even, even when it was. No, about? I like your the Niners. Exciting, dude. I'm talking about the. Ba- the Bengals are exciting. They're high flying. Even when the it Bengals- was Boomer versus Montana, that was a boring Dude, Super Bowl. The Bengals aren't even oh, the most dude. watched team in Ohio. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't even think Cincinnati <laughs> likes They're the Bengals. Entertaining the Browns. Come on. Dude, listen, the Cincinnati Bearcats are better to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the Ohio State Buckeyes. Thank you. <laughs> the Miami of Ohio. Thank ben Rosenberger. <laughs> Red Hawks. I don't even know if they're the Red Hawks. All right. Bowling Green. That's Kentucky. That's coach. Kentucky, man. It's not Ohio. Uh, no, there's a Bowling Green, Ohio. Okay. Please be one. <laughs> 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 All right. I mean, I don't know why Batter's Box stayed well, on. We need, ch- we need a new uh, hey, everybody the Batter's Box. I mean, he, he got to chime in on everything. All right. You ready, Batter's Box? Well, hey, Bowling Green, Ohio. Eat my ass. Coach, I'm sure putting oh, Bowling man, Green I'm ready. I want to eat that ass, man. Yeah, why would we eat your ass? I'm not going to eat your ass. Hey, that's where the next convention is going to be. Bowling Green, Ohio. It looks like a bustling economy. Coach, you got to stop saying eat my ass. <laughs> that's what all the kids are saying, though. Crown well. ass. <laughs> all right, Batters Box, here we go. Ready? Let's go. Three, two, one. Instrumental. Hey, everybody, it's Batters Box. No, nah, we'll keep the original one. We'll keep the original. Thanks, dude. Yeah, work on it. All the right. original was more lispy. We'll keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. All right have a good weekend. Later, pimp. Oh, oh, oh. Quick, hey, real quick. Bad Box. What? Have you seen any good trees lately? No, nah, man. It's 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 like cold in winter. Hours. Yeah, you're no, right. No, no. When it's cold in winter, it got to 55 at his house the other day. He's like, dude, it's freezing cold. <laughs> you're an idiot. I'm like, you are so stupid. It's so cold here. It's so cold. All right. See you, man. We turned the heat on the other day. Okay, see you, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, Later. is that ended any more awkward? I love that, dude. You like that guy? Yeah, yeah You think man. people enjoyed that? We're the same age. We were, I mean, we grew up the same way. I mean, he's a Montana, Montana fan. I was a Montana fan. We know that's a password. Okay. I mean, that's my dude, man. Coach. All right. Let's go home. Have a good weekend, guys. Goodbye. Man. Hey, go Rams, go Chiefs. Nah, go Niners, go Bengals. <laughs> so go Niners, go Bengals. That'll never happen. And he's only doing that because of Pitts. Exactly. Wrong, wrong. No, and all of Kansas City fans. And I want Brittany Mahomes. And what, I want Rest to call in her, peace. I almost called her Murphy again. Gosh, she's so annoying. All right. Goodbye. All right. God, that was a hell of a show today. Dude, I thought Kevin Byard was great. And then we go from him to Batter's Box. Oh it was gosh. like, oh, we're way up here, and then we're way down here. Hey, were my documentary stories really like? I thought they were pretty thank good. You, thank I you. thought they were great. Try bringing that on the big show, dude. I thought the Eli Apple was pretty good, and you were like, no, what no, a no. jerk. It was good, but that's a jerk thing to say. I mean, I can't believe you were so mad at him. Oh, don't do that to your mom. Ask yourself this. Would that 
short stories been accepted on the big show? Um, yeah, probably not. I don't why, did, but this whole podcast you, wouldn't have been accepted. I mean, on why the batter's you, box wouldn't have been accepted. Then on why there. did you bring him to the podcast? I mean, would eat my ass be accepted on the big show? <laughs> point me. Yeah, that's a good point. Point Eddie. Oh my gosh. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.